This is Margaret Copeland Frankowitz with another episode of Diabetic Survival. I sometimes get inspired by podcasts and actually have to add something to my podcast just to promote something. And uh, of course, uh, that's the case once again. I just hear somebody who's just absolutely amazing. Um, somebody who's actually made sense in the past, makes sense in the future, and just seems to be unbelievable. And so I have to mention them. So let me go ahead and without further ado, mention Dr. Gundry. Now, Dr. Gundry, he has a book out. It's called The Plant Paradox, and he's big on uh, the reversal of lectins in the foods that we actually eat. Uh, lectins are in a lot of the vegetables that we actually eat. But he hit on something that just, it just resonated with me and just made so much sense. And um, now mind you, uh, well, we have a lot, a lot to think about because we have a lot to think about how we actually control our, our food sources. and. So this is uh, dealing mainly with the corporations who, um, you know, they're the ones that control how our crops are actually grown. Uh, They've bought out a lot of the farmland, and of course a lot of the farmers were more than happy to actually sell the farmland. They were tired of working like 16 hours a day. I don't say I blame them uh, for an easier life in the corporate world. Not saying that's any easier, but you know, working an eight-hour day compared to 16 or 12 is definitely um, a, a top consideration. And of course, you know, who wants to inherit 16 hours a day? I mean, there's people out there, but I'm just saying not everybody wants to do that. So, anyways, uh, so the corporations such as I'm going to go ahead and name names, such as Monsanto. Um, bought up crops, bought up seeds, bought land. They're still buying up farmland. This has got to stop, and I'll just tell you why. So without further ado, uh, Dr. Gundry, thank you so much for actually sparking something in me to where I have to actually do a podcast today. Um, Stephen Gundry, he's a former and world-famous heart surgeon. And uh, if, if there's anything better, I would say, than the keto diet, it's probably uh, following Dr. Gundry's plant paradox and looking into lectins. He's done a tremendous amount of research. I mean, Dr. Bernstein's done a lot of research, too. And that's uh, more on the diabetic side. Uh, Dr. Gundry's more on the heart side. And, you know, there are quite a few diabetics that are suffering from both, both conditions, uh, diabetes and high blood pressure. So they're both important. It just depends on which diet you choose to go on. So um, I took the route of actually uh, going on the, of course, the the keto diet, because if it was reversing the diabetes, then of course that was key to my future. Um, Not saying there's anything wrong with the plant paradox diet, but it's geared towards something different. So I may still go on the on the plant paradox 
read the plant paradox and actually start eliminating lectins and maybe combining it with keto or maybe I'll go off of keto for a little while. I know, it sounds kind of crazy, doesn't it? Go off of keto? I'm a keto girl, what? Okay, so I may actually take a break from keto and actually try out the plant paradox. I may actually switch between the two. I may never go normal again. And uh, the reason why is because, you know, I have the high blood pressure that actually came first before the diabetes came. And uh, so, of course, I'm really focused on my diabetes, but maybe I should be focused on my blood pressure. Well, I mean, I am. My blood pressure is controlled right now. Um, actually, the keto actually works great with the high blood pressure too, but um, you know, I, I do worry about the lectins. So, you know, and I've thrown in there in a couple episodes, I've talked about uh, uh, Dr. Gundry before and killer tomatoes, you know, something a little bit about lectins. I don't know a lot about lectins, so I'm not your lectin girl. So not yet anyways, maybe in a future podcast, I will uh, dive more into that world. Oh my goodness, Dr. Gundry, he can talk a million miles a minute. I mean, he's, he's just amazing if you get a chance to actually listen to him. But what he says actually makes sense. Now going back to the fields and stuff. Our country, now I'm talking about the United States here. I only have a 75% listenership um, here in the States. The rest is all out. The rest of the world, the wonderful world of Earth. Um, but I do have a strong listen, listening presence here in the United States. And so I don't know if this applies to other countries. So 25% of you guys out there, thank you for listening. But I know that here in the United States, we have a serious problem with our crops because uh, Dr. Gundry, he actually had some very key points. And I'm just, I mean, he, he goes on and on and on in his commercials. And I have to listen to the whole thing. I have to intently listen to what he's saying about for instance things like uh, apples like back in 1945 and apple actually had nutrients in it and now apples have lost about 90% of its nutrients people we're in 2022 not 3132 Uh, so this is very significant this means that, that the fruits and vegetables that we're eating anyways from the grocery store are complete crap. And, uh, yeah, I said it. Crap. C-R-A-P. Crap. Go ahead and censor that. Okay. Uh, just kidding. Um, so it also puts an emphasis on how important um, versus nutrients, adding nutrients to our diets is uh, adding that extra supplement multivitamin, etc. Um, I will even go as far as to say liquid or, uh, you know, the dissolvable caps where you, know, you have powder form of some kind of your vitamin to actually take instead of the hard vitamins because um, one thing now is controversial because the pharmacist I, t- pharmacist I actually talked to, <laughs> happens to be my brother, um, at at one point in time, he said that the liquid, the liquid releases quicker and, uh, you know, of course the, the caps dissolve a little bit better, you know, when it's in powder form and stuff and the hard vitamins and stuff are, are only absorb like 10%. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So, uh, but now he says it doesn't matter. So I don't know if he's saying that because he's a pharmacist and he wants to keep up the cells or what, I don't know, but... I'm sticking to the old 
the old pharmacist pharmacist brother you know when he was newer in school where he said that uh, the liquid form and the powder form probably releases faster I mean it kind of makes sense when you start thinking about it the powder form I mean you got a pill sitting in your stomach for like eight hours and who knows if you actually get all the nutrients I don't know I'm not a pharmacist I'm just a girl but anyways I regress back to Gundry so Dr. Gundry's mentioning this and so when Dr. Gundry mentions vitamins and what is enriched in our soil and how you know like like uh and of course he he made sure to note that he's not bashing on like the homesteaders by any means you know the individual farms ran by farmers who still grow their crops to this day uh without uh corporation influence what he's referring to is um of course, the corporations have taken over, like Monsanto. And then he talks about, for instance, the Roundup and how horrible that is. I mean, <laughs> Roundup. Uh, another story for another day. I don't think I'll even touch that. You're going to have to listen to somebody else's podcast on Monsanto. Because, I mean, I've I've listened to the rigmarole on that, too. And I don't even think I want to touch on that. But... Um, they're a horrible company. Monsanto is horrible. They're stealing seeds and claiming, you know, trying to take it away from farmers. I'm just going to touch on a little bit. Um, and so people are having to steal the original seeds because, you know, Monsanto wants to put Roundup in the seeds. How, I mean, this cannot be good for human consumption. Why are they doing this? Why are they poisoning people in general? Why are they doing this? And, and you know, this doesn't just... This is not just the United States that's going through this problem, by the way. It's the, the whole entire world. I mean, they're sending these seeds, and they have been sending these seeds to, you know, poorer countries to actually grow. And the next thing you know, they can't even grow crops anymore because they're owned by Monsanto. Monsanto owns the seeds. How dare Monsanto take something God created and then turn it into a monstrosity, a monstrosity? How horrible is that? Shame on you, Monsanto. May you burn in hell. Okay, so. Alright, got my anger out. Okay, so the whole point is... <laughs> the whole point is Dr. Gundry was actually making note of this without telling Monsanto to burn in hell, right? He did a little bit more polite. But, um, and you know, I've watched some documentaries on the seeds, so, you know, I kind of had to add my little input there. But, um, we need to protect our crops, Okay. And uh, one of the things he was talking about is because of all these chemicals. And they're not just added to plants, mind you. They're added to meats as well. I mean, there's not really a safe food out there unless you're growing your own crops. You know, I would even say to people, you know what, maybe life in goal, if you want to live a long time, is to actually homestead. Uh, plan on buying your own land and farming your own land, being self-sufficient and as independent as possible, uh, raising your chickens, raising your cows, raising your sheep, whatever you want, make your own cheese, learn to do that because uh, that's an art form we've actually lost. That's something that, that's my end game goal. That's what I do want to do because I think that would be better. I don't know if I will actually do it, but it's something that I would actually prefer to do, or at least buy my produce from a, a homesteader. So buy my cheese, my milk, my meats, etc., my vegetables from a homesteader because I'm actually getting the nutrients. 
I'm, I'm really done with Monsanto. I'm really done with box business corporations that are destroying us. Each one of us. How dare you take away from our soil without putting back into it just because you want to make a quick profit. How dare you? How dare you? You're feeding us junk and we're paying for it. We're just like, you know, being duped. And and see, we're paying the price, inflation included. And we're not getting the nutrients because somebody's cheating us out of that. You know, this is one of the, the reasons why I have a hard time looking at somebody who has money and actually looking at them like, like they're worth talking to because... You know, I look at them and say, hmm, I wonder how they got that money. Did they deplete the soil of all of its nutrients and feed people, you know, thousands or maybe millions of people a bunch of crap? Or uh, were they selling some pity used cars that broke down immediately after they drove it off the water a month later? You know, I, I kind of think about these things. It's like when I see a rich person, I'm thinking, exactly how did they become rich? Who did they cheat in order to become rich? This is my thinking. I don't know if everybody thinks like that, but that's how I think. Okay, no offense to the people who have earned their money, you know, ethically. But I mean, even doctors, you know, you think doctors or lawyers are ethical and care about, you know, lawyers supporting, like, that Simpson dude killed his wife. Or, you know, the doctors who experimented on people in order to get their miracle cures and ended up causing a bunch of people cancer. Or, you know, Monsanto, for instance, who takes and rapes millions um, by uh, taking the nutrients out of the soil and then poisoning the crops. Horrible, horrible company. Why does the government allow these people to even exist? I don't get it. If you're doing millions of people harm, uh, have we learned nothing from Hitler? Have we learned nothing? What was the point in defeating him if we're just going to poison people later? I mean, give me a break here. Slightly going off, but, you know, it's okay. I mean, I have some strong opinions. And, of course, I'm not going to, like, knock on Dr. Gundry's door and say, Dr. Gundry, I really want to do an interview with you. I really do want to do an interview with Dr. Gundry because I think he's amazing. Um, However, I would also need all-day talk time because I know the guy can talk. And he talks about a lot of different things and a lot of different things that he says makes sense. Every morsel that comes out of his mouth is like gold and he's offering it to people. He offers so much advice in his commercials um, that, I mean, technically speaking, if you can't afford his programs, is okay because he's still offering the advice. He's amazing. He provides so much insight, so much information. That's why I know he's a good guy because the thing is, is that, you know, you get the little advertisers that say, oh, I have the secret elixir for you losing 500 pounds, say for instance. Um, but all you have to do is sign up. I'm going to tell you nothing. I'm just going to tell you it's a miracle. Then you have Dr. Gundry who explains why. And then he has certain products in certain parts of the world. And it makes sense to actually buy. So, um, and it really does. I I would be thrilled to actually um, work with Dr. Gundry or at least be a patient or anything. 
I just love his morsels of wisdom because he is so wise. Um, and I think that his plant paradox diet makes sense. So maybe one of these days, one of these days shortly, maybe like in the next year or so, um, I will decide to actually go on a lectin-free diet, thanks to Dr. Gundry. So I'm going to have to go buy his book and stuff, and then do a book report here on my podcast of how awesome that book is. I, I might actually pick that book up pretty soon now that I'm thinking about it, because I really want to check out The Plant Paradox, again, written by Dr. Gundry. I think it was Stephen Gundry. I'm just going to say Dr. Gundry. Um... Okay, I can go on and on about the guy. But, um, one of the things, now like, like for instance, I know he's like a world-famous heart surgeon. People come to him from all over the world to get advice, practical advice, on how to cure themselves without surgery. But how cool is it for him to risk his career? I mean, this is... I know I'm putting this guy on a pedestal. He so deserves it, though, okay? And I'll tell you why. This guy's a hero. Dr. Gundry is a hero. He risked his career to help you and I get better. I mean, not necessarily the diabetic, but, you know, people with high blood pressure. So that they don't have to go through the nightmare of heart surgeries. He, he experimented non... I mean, he... How do I put it? He experimented on himself. I mean, he was self-sacrificial in order, you know, to, to find a solution to the issues of heart disease. Um, people who do that are just absolutely mind-blowing because they're putting themselves at risk. Now, mind you, he had an issue. He had a high blood pressure issue. He was 70 pounds overweight. And already, somebody who has to deal with that, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can take these fresh doctors out of school, and, of course, they're going to mock people like Dr. Gundry, who, who he gains the weight, and he's a heart surgeon. So, you know, he's this chunky heart surgeon, and I mean, he's doing everything that he possibly can to lose weight, and he's not losing weight. He realizes that it's going to be damaging to his career because, you know, he's going to be mocked for this. And, uh, so, I mean, he, I, I mean, just the fact that, you know, due to peer pressure and stuff like that, I mean, he had to do something. You know, he's world famous. And, of course, these, these doctors that are coming out of med school, you know, they want you to be fit and trim. And, obviously, if you have any weight on you, then you don't know what you're talking about. But they're going to assume that this food pyramid that they have just absolutely thrown up on the general public works. And it doesn't work. Let's get real. You put a lot of carbs in something, you're going to make a lot of people sick. And I'm not just talking about diabetics. How do you think you turn people into diabetics? You give them a lot of carbs. You give them a lot of starches to turn into carbs. You overwhelm their system. Why are people from med school pushing carbs on people who can't tolerate them? And why is... Why are they still ignoring this stuff? You know, Dr. Gundry even mentioned that uh, the medical... 
medical staff or whatnot, or not medical staff, the medical community is about 20 years behind the times. I'm, I'm just talking about America. I'm not talking about like Israel. Israel is not. Um, according to an actual doctor that I talked to, they try to be as innovative as possible. Um, I guess we can thank him for this vaccine thing that I have negative connections with. But um, so not every every place is 20 years behind the times. But Dr. Gundry said that yes, our country is 20 years behind the times. They're not up with it. They they don't like change. They like they like what works, and that makes sense. But at the same time, they've pushed this vaccine, this questionable questionable vaccine on uh, Americans. I don't know about other countries, but on Americans they have. That's experimental at most, has not been through the FDA. They pushed the FDA to actually approve this thing. Now I gotta look up on that and see what's actually happened if the FDA actually bent to the pressure of them trying to press the vaccine on people. And, um, you know, I just thought people were smarter than that uh, to actually just take whatever shot. Um, <laughs> that their government told them to take. I mean, the government's not the doctor, but you know, you know, you have this president, what's his name, Biden, tell everybody that they have to actually get the shot or they're going to be sorry. Who says that? Take the experimental vaccine or you're going to be sorry. Ah, I regress. It gets worse. Then you have neighbors who will plead with you to take this vaccine because they can't be around you unless you have had the vaccine. But yet there's still people that are coming down with COVID who've taken the vaccine. <laughs> so, uh, experimental at most. Um, now, of course, those of you taking the vaccine, I'm not knocking, but there is a reason why I'm not taking the vaccine. And it has been reported, for those of you who have not taken the vaccine, that um, you're probably pretty smart. <laughs> so you pro- you're very smart and uh, you don't want to be experimented on. You're going to let the other general population be experimented on first and then you'll think about it. So I'm the same way. So I got you. Um, that was actually a newscast a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but a lot of people who are not taking the vaccine are your doctors, lawyers, smart people, you know, people who think. Um, that's just uh, a warning for the rest of you. Of you, I'm not calling you dumb or anything, but um, you know, uh, think about what you've done. You've taken an experimental vaccination because your government told you to. Not necessarily that it's better for your health, but because they might mandate it. They haven't mandated it yet. They they probably will. And maybe you'll be the smart one in the end who survives, and maybe you won't be. I don't know. Uh, but uh, it is experimental vaccine. I, I wouldn't actually use my body for experimentation. It's not like they're paying me to take it. And even if they were paying me to take it, I wouldn't take it. So, I mean, Biden, President Biden could say, I will give every American a million dollars if they take the vaccine. I still would not take an experimental vaccination. I think it's because I actually value my life. I think that's what it is. Ah. Maybe some people, they just, you know, 
I don't know. Um, hey, I wish everybody the best. That's that's all I can say. I'm not calling anybody dumb or anything. I'm just I'm just saying think about what you do before you do it. So I know for a lot of you, I mean, you're gonna hate me now. You're not gonna listen to me anymore. You're gonna think that I'm crazy, quack or whatnot. But I've talked to doctors about this who have not taken the vaccination. Uh, doctors who I trust and um, they haven't taken it. They're not going to take an experimental vaccination. But, you know, they, they kind of tell me that behind closed doors, they don't, and I'm not going to name any names. So, um, by any means, because I don't want to, you know, put pressure on them, but um, don't experiment on your body um, when it comes to vaccinations anyways. So when they're saying that they're using a special genetic marker or whatnot and going to inject it in your body, I mean, you should be a little bit leery about that until tested on others and been out for seven years. Hopefully they tested it on monkeys first or something, you know, um, or rats or something. Um, just see if it turns them into monster or sterilizes them first or something, I don't know. Um, just because the, just because they're pushing it, like every commercial you see, doesn't mean it's a good thing. As a matter of fact, I think you should be aware of it. Be very leery. Um, the fact that allegedly half of the U.S. population has already taken it scares the crap out of me. So they're taking it to fly or they're taking it to... So people start leaving them alone or they really think it's the right thing to do? Um, I've heard that the airlines have made it mandatory. I don't know if that's the fact. Um, or you might still be able to wear cloth masks or whatever. Um, I think it's basically a tool to discriminate against others. So, um, yeah, that's fine. But uh, those who are discriminating against others, you'll get yours in the end. You certainly will. Okay, so anyways... Uh, I just wanted to actually, you know, quip in about Dr. Gundry really quickly just because, you know, again, I think he's amazing. And I I do have a lot of people I admire out there that are just amazing people. And I have to talk about them because I really groove off of others who try to help others out and try to do the right thing. I just, it makes me so happy. It just brings such joy to my heart that they would actually come out with information to actually help people. I mean, there's enough trickery going on, shenekery or whatever you want to call it, out there where a lot of people are just out to use people because they need a quick buck, got to pay the rent, whatever. Um, so I really admire the fact that Dr. Gundry, not, I mean, hopefully he's making a good living too. I, I'm pretty sure he is. He's pretty well, well known. But his information is invaluable. I mean, he really does deserve gold stars at. Um, he's earned those. Like, 
he's well into those. And uh, what he's doing for others is amazing. So I just want to say that. So anyways, uh, this has been Margaret Coleman Frankowitz. Be kind to each other. Uh, And uh, thank you for listening to this show. You guys are amazing. Keep being good to each other. Try to do good every day if you can. It'll make you feel so much better. So um, be kind. Have a great day. And... Until next time, this has been Margaret Coleman Franklin's.